Good morning, and welcome to the Real Real Estate Show. This is Marsha Talbot. I do know my last name of Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I think I have a, a co-host today. Hey, it's Christine with Howard Hanna. How are you? Oh, I'm so glad you're there. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> and I we have Mike Van Mansart and a special guest today. Pam, would you be kind enough to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, I'm Pamela Durante, and I'm the owner of uh, interior design firm Atelier Durante Interior Design. And you have all those initials on the end of your name, and I have n- I'm not a clue. <laughs> well, um, did you want me to start telling you what they... Actually, if you, when we go through it, sure. I'll probably wind sure. up mentioning I it. I would love to know, because I, I looked at this and I go... I, I felt really ignorant. Anyway, um, let me tell you a little bit where we are. We're on WTBQ 93.5 FM and 1110 AM and streaming live around the world at WTBQ.com, WGHT AM in Pompton Lakes, and that's 1500 AM. We're also a call-in show, so please, this is a perfect time to call in because Pam will be able to answer lots of questions, 651-1110. And we now can text. (laughs) This is the newest one. Text 845-238-0886. That was a surprise this morning. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) So, Christine, how are you? I am great. I had a good weekend. So busy showing houses. Uh, it was, uh, I, I was running around. I was surprised. Um, I, when I planned out my weekend, I knew I had a couple clients on Saturday and then I just had like one client on Sunday. But by the end of the weekend, I had had four clients on Saturday and five clients on Sunday. So. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're thinking of a quiet weekend. afternoon. Oh, uh, if only, right? If only. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the good news is that the buyers are still out there. Um, new listings keep coming on, which is great. Um, you know, be, you know, with our experience, we know that the fall is actually our like second strong market of the year, right? We have our spring things in a normal year slow down a little bit in the summer, and then they pick back up um, in late September and early October and kind of carry through. Um, I think until we start getting snow right that's when i typically start to see a drop off christine so, uh, did you hear yep. the weather report for friday i don't want to talk about it <laughs> i haven't even looked that's fake higher that's fake higher elevations i'm not sure we fit into that but maybe vernon yep well they said pine bush is looking like it has a good chance of having some snow on friday i don't like it either so <laughs> um anyway, and that being said uh, busy, busy. How about you? How was your uh, your weekend of real estate? Actually, I was in the office yesterday morning, but my weekend was more about my volunteer service that oh, I do. Nice. So on Saturday, I packed boxes for the Orange County Arts Council Gala for their um, for the people who had bought tickets for our online gala, which is going to be great and so that's i spent a lot of part of the day doing that and yesterday i was sworn in as the director for the uh, pine island chamber of commerce 
So wow, it was, it was um, you know, uh, uh, a d- slightly different kind of weekend. It was a Marsha Talbot weekend. <laughs> right. Well, good. Everyone needs a Marsha Talbot weekend once in a while. Well, then I had to do laundry, so it was, it was a little bit more than a Marsha Talbot weekend. <laughs> Mike, how was your weekend? You've been crazy busy. Yeah, it has been crazy busy. Um, my weekend was fine. It was, you know, I think we've been working seven days a week lately it feels like for the past six seven months um that's why you yeah. have a beard because you don't have time to <laughs> <I> don't, shave <laughs> no i'm gonna keep it going until i actually they, they force me into the <laughs> office but um yeah i mean it's been steadily busy you know we get the the calls panic calls on saturday about updating a pre-approval or you know best and final by sunday at this time so there are a few of those but i try to really kind of power down a little on the weekends it's we've been go 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 for so long that it's getting it definitely wears on you so i've been trying to kind of take some mic time too <laughs> you know but i guess it, what is that saying get i don't even know make hat hey while well, the sun's shining type thing. that's correct and <laughs> that's as correct. the snows comes in yeah. there's less sunshine so exactly. that that is true it's been a crazy real estate market and from what I've seen and what I've read, it, it seems to be continuing, and it's not going to let off right away. So I, that's the exciting part for people, for sellers. I think that's really good. Buyers, it's a, if there's more um, more listings on the market, it'll be a little bit easier. Christine, what do you think about this? Oh, I, you know what? I think that um, you know. I feel like in terms of the this fall, we are going to continue to see some listings coming on. I know that uh, people are still reaching out to me to do market analysis. You know, people who have been on the fence, am I going to sell this year? Am I going to sell next year? I think that if they're thinking of selling in the next few years, right, and that was their plan anyway, you know, that they recognize that they'll get more for their money now. So I do think we're going to continue to see listings now. I think we're going to see some more, um, you know, people getting ready for the spring market. So my hope is that, you know, we're going to have increased inventory so that, you know, our buyers that were running around like crazy have something to look at and put offers in, buy, and, and, and move through. So I think that my might hope. be true. But I want to mention that the spring market starts in February. I know. I tell people that all the time. They're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, <laughs> I know. I have four feet of snow first. on the ground, spring market. <laughs> be first to market. And I always say, you know, Let's get ready that, you know, start taking pictures, get ready that end of February. Because, you know, I like to list, um, you know, when I have when I have some coming on, I like to list uh, like for March because people mm-hmm. are really looking March because they figure they'll be closed by May, um, you know, and, and are in a good place. Right. And they if they have young children, they want to make sure to finish the school year and yeah. then uh, have the summer for their kids to act, be acclimated to their new home. So I think exactly. that's really exciting. And I think we should ask Pam a little bit. Yes. Hi, Pam. Thank you so <laughs> Hi, much. how are you? Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh. Um, I've been really, uh, you know, Marsha and I talk about all the time what kind of guests do we want to have on. And I have been wanting to have an interior designer on our show forever. Um, so I first of all want to, you know, acknowledge June who uh, introduced us, and then thank you so much for um, all the thought you've put into this show today. I'm really looking forward to learning all about your business and how, um, you know, our listeners or um, you know anyone really can engage with you, what you do, how you work, 
uh, because I feel like it's it's interesting. We talk, you know, we walk through homes all the time, um, and we see everyone's, um, you know, everyone's style, and it's everything is so different. And you know, trends come, trends go, um, and you know, with with the HGTV today, everyone thinks they can be a designer. Um, I know that I cannot be a designer, and uh, I'm always thinking to myself, God, I wish I could have someone come in and just give me a little advice, a little help, a little direction. Um, and then I say to myself, oh, you know, I think, how does an interior designer play into that role? Um, you know, do they do all of the work? Or do they, sure, like, I know that there are different levels of engagement. Um, and that's sort of what led us to have this conversation today. So would you like to take a minute to introduce yourself? Yes, uh, I'm Pam Durante. I live in Warwick, New York, but I also have a share of an apartment in Manhattan. And uh, my company is Atelier Durante Interior Design. Um, I've been in this business for over 30 years, and um, there's nothing I love more than interior design. That's a good thing. (laughs) Because if you hire somebody, you do want them to know that you want to know that they love what they're doing. I do. Are you busier than ever with everyone trying to, it feels like, renovate their house? I mean, I talked for four months about how I was going to do my backsplash in my kitchen i finally did it <laughs> you know so are you seeing that a lot on uh, here and there on yeah. uh, i'm i've been busy working on a lot of things in my own home because <laughs> of the same for the yeah. same reasons <clears throat> is it easier in your own home yes okay <laughs> there's no no there's no question about it whether it be, it's approved or not yeah that's right and you know the client and I know my budget. <laughs> that, that's so true. <laughs> so, All right. Well, I think we are at a point where we need to take a quick break, and we will return um, with a great discussion with Pam about We'll be right back. <clears throat> This is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. O'Keefe & McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe & McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Senator Jen Metzger is working for all of us. She championed the Child Victims Act to help victims of childhood sexual abuse finally get justice. Jen delivered critical funding and legislation to end the opioid crisis and is fighting to get our farms, small businesses, and daycare centers the support we need to get through this difficult time. Vote early or on November 3rd to re-elect Jen Metzger to the state Senate. 
I'm Jen Metzger, and I approved this message. Paid for by friends of Jen Metzger. Hi, this is Wild Baby Love. Start your Sunday with me at 6 a.m. and Gospel Tracks. I'll give you the phone number to the faith phone line and the address to the website. All that and much, much more right here on Gospel Tracks with yours truly, Wild Baby Love. Do you have a car problem? Maybe it's a mechanic problem. Maybe it's not. Sounds like a job for me, Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor. That's right. Sunday morning today. Get up early. Let's hang out. Let's talk about cars. Let's all get smarter. Let's solve some car problems. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor here Sunday mornings at 8. WTBK. I'm going to make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Marsha Talbot, associate broker at Howard Hanna Real Estate. Real Rand Realty. I'm going to get it. I'm getting it. <laughs> you are going to get it. It's, it. it's getting better every time. Right. At least I said the right name. <laughs> That's correct. And I'm Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Uh, we have Mike Van Mansart from Hello, Hudson good morning. with us. Um, and our guest today, Pam Durante. So we had just started getting into uh, to Pam, your story a little bit. Um, just talking a little bit about um, your background. So um, I know that we kind of talked a little bit about, um, you know, very basically what your background is. Um, do you want to elaborate on that a little more, or do you want to talk about where you've worked? Um, well, I mean, I actually, I got into this field by default. I, you know, didn't really know what I wanted to do in at one point, on, I was still living home, and I wanted to go into Manhattan. I knew that I wanted to go to Manhattan, so I looked, started looking for a job in the city, and I actually got hired by a magazine, which turned out to be Interior Design Magazine. Interesting. <laughs> yes, and so part of my job was I would have to go through the magazine with a buyer's guide and look at the ads, and I can't remember exactly what I had to do with it, but my job was sitting there looking at Interior Design Magazine, and I loved going through all the different editorial features in the magazine. And so it was a small office. There was probably about eight of us, I would say, including the sales staff at the time. And on, I went over and spoke to the editor, and I said, you know, I think I really would like to get involved in this field. This, I just love looking at these pictures, seeing these rooms and commercial spaces. And so at the time, it was Sherman Emery was the editor. And he said, well, why don't you go to interior design school? And I said, so which school do you think I should go to? And he said, Parsons is the best school right now. So lo and behold, I went down there, applied to the interior design program, and I was accepted. And nice. really, I didn't have much more than a, an art portfolio from one art class that I took. <laughs> but on, you know, it worked, and I got in. And on that, so that was the beginning of it all. And on, I just... You know, it's been an unbelievable field, uh, and there's a lot of excitement there. It's, there's a lot of beauty. There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of things that are part of the interior design world. That we don't see that part as a rule. We see the finished, the unfinished with the finished part. Right, right. Well, that's also part of it, like the feeling that you get when you've transformed a space. I, I tended to do a lot more commercial work on because I started out in the hospitality industry. Mm -hmm. And on, so once again, another serendipitous thing happened on, I had just come back from a semester in uh, Paris, France, 
and on, I was almost finished with my degree. And one of my friends told me that there was a sublet apartment available in the West Village, which Parsons is in the West Village. Which street? Well, it's right in the middle. I was on Jones Street. I know the 27 street. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and so I said, oh my God, I put my car up for sale. I had no job, put my car up for sale <laughs> and took the apartment and moved in. So on... And I was almost finished with my schooling, so I decided to start to look for a full-time job. <clears throat> and so the funny thing that happened there was I started sending out my resume. I was looking at, um, you know, through the yellow pages, which is, this is how you used to do it back in the day, <laughs> and was looking at looking for, like, the bold-faced, the ads that people spent more money on to have it bold-faced. And so I sent my resume out to a bunch of different companies, and I got a call back from this woman, and she was a designer, and she said, you know, um, we're not hiring anyone, but my good friend is um, was just hired by this European company that's coming to New York to do their first project in the United States. Um, would you mind if I send your resume? So I was like, of course not. No, that would be great. So, I mean, I had never even thought about what type of design I wanted to focus on. You know, people couldn't say I want to do residential, I want to do... On uh, hospitality, I want to do healthcare. There's lots of different, you know, fields that you can focus in. But anyway, so on, um, I went on an interview and I met with the designer, and on um, the the senior designer from uh, the Paris office was there at the time too, and on um, so they hired me, <laughs> and so that was it. I was the design assistant for the it was the Gotham Hotel on Fifth Avenue and Fifty Fifth oh, wow. Street. Yes. And actually, the other exciting thing was the offices were in on 56th Street. We owned the townhouse there. It was part of the property at the time. And on Elizabeth Taylor and was married to on one, one of her husbands. They lived there together. It was there. And she put the elevator in the building. So, you know, those, stuff like that has sort of been part of my career on... And I worked on a lot of other luxury hotels after that, the Stanhope, the Regency... And then the real ultimate uh, part of my career was when I was hired by Ian Schrager, who was on uh, is probably the um, most on um, most famous hotelier that that, that exists. On um, at the time, it was he and Ian Schrager were. Uh, Steve Rubell was still alive then, and on um, so on. Um, we we would work with we would bring in different like big designers. So Philippe, I worked with Philippe Stark, Andre Putman, Stephen Sills, and working for Ian was just like unbelievable. And there were celebrities and uh, fashion people always walking around the property. He was bringing people through, on um, and but he also was on um, very. On involved in the entire design, every single pro every single process, all the step of the every step of the way, and he really paid attention to details, and he had very high expectations of his employees. So, on. Um, so I usually tell my students one thing that because I'm I also I'm a teacher at the I'm an adjunct professor at the New York School of Interior Design. Then I've been there for about ten years. So on, um, I always talk about the hospitality industry because. It's uh, a field where you almost get to touch on all the different types of design. Like if you you do a lobby, it's like doing a living room. When you you have bedrooms, you're doing you're doing the guest rooms. You do bathrooms. You do restaurants. 
Yeah, there's spas. There's back of the house it's areas. It's just a big house. It's it's <laughs> it, it's a big house, but it's a, a lot of public spaces. Of so it's 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 a combination of commercial and re can be really similar to a combination of residential and on uh, commercial design. When you do those spaces, like you're you're designing the space, but where do you pick the product from? Are you just like, hey, I know of this great chair that would go here, and we can order ten thousand of them because that's what your hotel needs? You know, is it something like that, or do you? Um, well, so the whole uh, design is done in, the whole thing is completely designed. It's not mm -hmm. like, oh, here's a chair, here's this, here's that. You put together an entire package. There's a presentation. Some things stay, some things get changed. And so basically so that's how it So you pick it, it ahead of time. They approve it and you know exactly where to source the product because there's not going to be a question of if it's available or not, right? Well, in the hospitality industry, there's long lead time on all product. Mm -hmm. So basically, big hotels have procurement companies that come in and do the purchasing. So you can, I can bring this fabric to you, but tomorrow this is going to be made by somebody else. And on, and usually like when you're with fabrics, it could take 12 weeks for them to fabricate the thousands of yards that you need. And then that goes to the manufacturer and the manufacturer probably needs at least 16 weeks to start fabricating that. So this is something that takes a long time. Mm -hmm. Most projects can be up to two years. We are working on a project for two years before you see it you know, finished. finished yeah. well, it's gotta imagine. be satisfying at the end. <laughs> It's the best feeling yeah. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's over, and it's beautiful, right? You know. So well, from there, Pam. Well, then from there on. So, on in 1991, I had a child, and so I kind of left. I left the industry for a while, and on <clears throat> when I had another daughter. Well, I had a son, and then I had a daughter. And on, I started my own company probably like in the 94, that time period. And so what happened then was on one of, on a good friend, a good uh, person very close to me was part of this on um, restaurant group in, investors in restaurant design. And they asked me to do a restaurant down in South Jersey. And it was my first project, really, that I did on my own. And on, it was a beautiful, big space. There was uh, upstairs were banquet facilities for weddings. Downstairs was a restaurant. We put in a sushi bar. I had a fish tank that was, you could, you, it was in front of the staircase. So when you were sitting at the bar, you could see the people walking up through the fish tank up the <laughs> stairs. Fun. But it received a 10 rating in Zagat's, and it was featured in the Asbury Park Press. And so I later on wound up doing a lot more restaurants down in South Jersey. And I also wound up doing a lot of the homes of the investors in the restaurant group. So that's really how I kind of launched on my own how and started. The transition from commercial to residential, how is that for you? Because it's different. Well, I mean, I have a house. I've always been doing my, I had my apartment in New York City was done over three times before I moved. <laughs> and, and, you know, whatever project I was working on, suddenly I, you know, really liked that style and <laughs> wanted to live with it myself for a while. So, um, and when you're an interior designer, 
on just about everybody in your family, every friend, everybody is always asking you to help them with something. What color should I do the living room, right? <laughs> oh, way more than that. I was <laughs> Come careful. over, can you move my furniture around? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of it is, I go to people's houses for dinner and they're asking me, you know, what do you think of this layout? And so we start moving furniture around if they want to. <laughs> Sometimes the husbands get really upset. They oh, don't yeah. like I, things being I, moved. No, <laughs> I, I can vouch for my husband on that. If you move it's not the chair, moved, it's, it's put away. That's the thing. Like we see something for five days in a row and know exactly where it is, and then the one day you need it, someone put it away. That's. What <laughs> I, I wish. Just, I wish that was Mike, happening you're in my house. Supposed to hang up your clothes. <laughs> no, it's like car keys. Like. <laughs> All right, so we have come to our next break, but when we come back, we're going to talk to Pam about who should consider consider hiring an interior designer, what size projects you can do, what's the process, so kind of digging into how um, our listeners can interact with you. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. It's okay. Perfect. Hi, this is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of historically low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their home in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna Rand Realty, home happens here. Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit PillarToPost.com backslash David Wilner. Tune into the nonprofit Notebook, your resource for and about people helping people. Learn about all the events and services available for you, friends, or family. Open your nonprofit Notebook Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Radio worth listening to. Hi, this is Alan Fernandez. Join me at the Jazz Getaway with Miles Davis, John Coltrane, and Duke Ellington and more every Sunday at 7 p.m. WTBQ weather. Mostly cloudy skies with some light showers and drizzle this morning. Then clouds will stick around this afternoon. Highs into the mid-50s. Tonight, mostly cloudy, some light rain or drizzle overnight. Very slight, though, low around 50 to 55. Tomorrow, look for clouds in the morning. And then we could see a shower come in in the afternoon. Our highs in the mid-50s. Scattered shower tomorrow night. Otherwise, mainly cloudy. Look for low to cool to about 40. And then on Wednesday, becoming partly sunny, mid-50s. I'm WeatherWorks' Tony Salimo from the WTBQ Weather Center. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Marsha Talbot of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Got it. There you go, Christine. Uh, doing good, doing good. Uh, this is Christine, licensed in New York and New Jersey. And um, also with us is our favorite mortgage guy, Mike. Hello. That's we what are. we call him, Mike the Mortgage Guy. <laughs> and? Oh, Pam Durante. 
World yeah. famous interior designer. <laughs> world famous, I like that. World famous interior designer. I know. I feel very lucky that we have we have you on our show. Today. I am so impressed. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> really, you know, you I'm just you know people minimally, but you don't know what they do, and it's it's a pleasure that you're here. Thank you, thank you. So, so Pam, tell us a little bit about who who should consider hiring um, hiring you. Right when 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 does a homeowner say, ah, I really need an interior designer, like, how do they engage with you? Like, what, what are some, some how-tos for our, our listeners? Um, well, I mean, first, what I, in far, as far as hiring me, I think that if, you, if someone's looking to hire someone with credentials, I would be the designer that w- you would want to hire. Um, you know, Marsha had mentioned all the titles after my name and so first of all on i'm a cid which is a certified interior designer in the state of new york and is that a license that's a licensed interior designer and it's a seven-year window in order to be able to become that so it requires on education experience and exam there's an you should look for these things when you're hiring a designer they the, the exam is called the NCIDQ exam. It's the National Council for Interior Design Qualification. It's a two-day exam. And on... And, and so <laughs> How's that, that graded? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It, it's graded by designers. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's almost like one of those bake, baking shows, right, where they have to prove Sounds your, a little your bit harder. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. it's, it's uh, two, uh, and one day is all question, uh, multiple choice, all about codes, on... Uh, materials on on like different different lots um you know i took it so long ago that i can't tell you <laughs> everything that's in it but and then the next and then the second day is an eight hour where you would be drawing and you would be given a program of all the things that you have to place you have to on uh, know like the proper on uh, wall a sheetrock to be using oh, uh, flame proof it's almost like arch- it's architecture it, it's, yeah. it's, it is very it's very it's very uh, advanced and actually it's funny because mm-hmm. i know some architects that failed the exam <laughs> <laughs> so when you go into and someone's house it. you can instruct them what wall to move and how to open no, up a kitchen oh, no okay. you, you never you, can touch you, structure structure okay. always ha- you always need an architect to touch structure but you can manifest it on a piece of paper and then give them an architect or someone to recommend somebody that can actually put well put yeah. into motion <laughs> usually i do i'll do all the design drawings mm-hmm. and then an architect will do all the architectural drawings put their stamp on it so on you know most of the time everything that i put down they're able to do it it's yeah. not you know it, they we work we we find a way to make it work pretty much that's that's the beauty of you know this that's whole like field. this business <laughs> <laughs> right right we always find a way to make it work well i mean it's certainly a creative pro- an incredibly yeah. interesting creative right. process and so also like i have asid after my name and so that's an appellation that only a professional member of the American Society of Interior Designers can use that, and that's someone that has passed the exam, has the education, and the experience. Um, I'm also a member of the Decorators Club, so I'm very, very immersed in this industry, and educationally, on uh, and on uh, just my uh, extracurricular activities. On uh, so, those are some reasons to hire me. On. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so 
but when you were asking me like what can a homeowner expect and what kind of collaboration happens on or what's my process so pretty much it really just starts with a phone call where someone you know makes an inquiry and basically what i do is i'll do an initial consultation but i do charge an hourly rate so that's usually maybe an hour to two hours and i try to get the client to prepare themselves for the time they're going to spend with me so i suggest to them that they pick up a few magazines pick up uh, maybe on uh, house beautiful veranda l decor and to start going through it and just pull pages out of things that they like so that i can look at that and sort of get a sense uh, because sometimes what i see in their home is not they want to go completely away from this whole look on um, and then i also tell them that they can maybe try to put together a pinterest page on um, and i most importantly which is one of the hardest things to get out of a client is i have to know what their budget is I will not right. work with someone unless yep. I know what their budget is. You want to know, so you want to have a real clear picture of the scope of work, and on um, you want to know what the time frame is on um, for for completion of this project. So on um, once they sign uh, the consultation agreement, then I'll go there and I'll you know meet with them, and on um, you know get started from there. See if they want to hire me, but. We start with that initial meeting and the initial consultation. All right. So let me ask, let me ask you a question because, like, you know, taking it all in. Um, so someone meets with you. They say, okay, I, I definitely need you to come in. I'm going to put together some ideas of what I'd like, and then you're going to come see my space, right? And then you do your consultation. During that consultation, right, you're, you're like, what, what happens at that time? Are you kind of walking through the space and looking at what they want and the space to see how to, how, like, how you would put things together? Is that kind of how that process works? Well, it, it can be whatever they ask me. Sometimes um, people will ask me, you know, what do you think of this chair? Should I, or just say, what do you think of my living room? And I will say, well, I think you have too much furniture in here, or I think your color scheme is not working. I think that on um, you need to get rid of some of these accessories you need to update this do that i'll give them whatever i'm seeing when i'm there i'll give them right. feedback on it and on um, you know i also have to see how sensitive they are and <laughs> see if they really want the feedback right. <laughs> so you have to sort of like it's it's a delicate road yes you know you, that you're that you're walking because you you want you want to you want them to hire you but, uh, you know, sometimes you walk in places and you don't want the job because, you know, right. if, if on, um, you know, if they don't really have money to make changes, if they, um, I mean, I, most often you want to take the job, but it, you know, you, there's, there's, you can, they interview you and you're interviewing them yes. as well. So, because I would think that the ability to, to, uh, communicate well is really important. Yes, communication is key. And I so was gonna... let, let me ask another question because uh, so let's just say someone does want to engage with you. Um, so, are there different levels of engagement? Like um, maybe someone says, you know, I want, I would love for you to put together an idea of how this room could look and pick some colors and um, help me figure out what to do with the flooring and what sorts of furniture or size of furniture. Um, do you do? Do you do like consulting work that way where then, at, you know, they're paying you for your design concepts, but then they're going to go through and do the work themselves? Or do you always then follow through to find the exact pieces 
and, you know, go through that process of hiring, like, people to do the installation of, you know, painting and, and carpet, like, how, how, does, how does that work? So it, it all depends on how much they want me involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, can do something as, I can do something as little as walk in and, and pick paint colors for them. I can, they can pay me on an hourly basis and ask me any kind of questions. I can come over with uh, and paint, paint books and you know, help them select the paints for a space. I can one, do furniture editing. We can just go in and start removing pieces, moving things around, something as simple as that. So these are things that would be on an hourly basis. Uh, and so, and so I can do you know, anything on, that they want on uh, I one thing I will say that I will not on uh, I I absolutely if they're asking me to do layouts and things like that I will absolutely need to draw the space up. I never do anything right. without doing a drawing. And that's for their safety and my safety. And uh, you know one of the things that on uh, I see happen so often with homeowners is they they buy like the wrong sofa for a room. And once you do that you're, it's a snowball effect on everything that you're constantly trying to compensate for this piece that doesn't belong in this space, and you're just spending so much time, energy, and money trying to fix it. So the biggest mistake people make, you need to know how this fits in a room. There's a lot more to look at than, you know, it, like, we draw it out. We know that this this room needs an 84-inch sofa. This room can take a 96-inch sofa. You also look at the heights of things, like how, what kind of um, shape does this act? There's, there's positive and negative space in, in design. There's, I don't know if you want me to even get it to start talking about all the design principles, but there are many, many of them that you need to consider when you're doing a space. So it's, 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 it's very involved. It's, not, it's, it's very geometric. It's very mathematical. And it's, it's you know precise so right. when it's not things don't look right they're off balance you don't have scale you don't have proportion yeah the couches always look smaller in the showrooms when until you take them home <laughs> and that's why we tell i can attest people, to that yeah. right? do not buy your your bedroom furniture uh, until you buy the times. house yeah. <laughs> you know. so do you most do you do new construction where somebody's you know purchasing a house and said Hey Pam, we really need help here. Or are you finding that it's rehabbing uh, an existing? So right now, yeah. On, well, on. I mean, I think mostly people are just like fixing things up in the house, not really you know, going that deeply into it. But I mean, for me, I haven't really seen too many people that are now knocking down walls or doing different things like that. And once again, I could suggest it and I could draw it that way, but it would have to be approved by an architect before it could be built that way. Um, so, um, I, don't I don't know. know. We may be seeing more people doing remodels because they're all at home and exactly. also there's not inventory. People aren't able to upgrade to a new house. Now it's like, well, let's see what we got. Let's make it work, you know? Right, right. <laughs> make the space what we wanted. I mean, my aunt is in Pennsylvania. She's thinking of the same thing. Do I sell my house that I've lived in 30 years or do I remodel it and make it what I've always wanted, you know? So it, it's, well, I think as I agree with you, as people are spending so much more time, they're changing things because they've now found out what 
what do I need in my house isn't what I thought I needed. Yeah. You know. Right. Well, I mean, people are now on working from home. They probably now maybe didn't have a home office before. And so that's changing a lot. Uh, People being able to set aside a space where they can have a a big, huge computer screen where they, you know, can work comfortably. And uh, it's funny when my daughter, one of her friends, when she on in her, she didn't have a desk in her apartment. And my daughter was came home for the summer because of covid and was working from home and her girlfriend was going over to her apartment and using it to work on her debt work from her desk (laughs) well i think that we have seen that change and i would think this is a wonderful time for people to speak with you because those changes need to be made and we don't know for how long and now that everybody is working from home that's where they want to stay. Right. So I think we are ready for our next break. So stay with us and we can have a word from our sponsors. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years and I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com. And let's get together. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time home buyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. This is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Howard Hanna Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand throughout the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marshatalbot.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying and selling process. At 22, I took my entire savings, bought a school bus, and eventually employed more than 500 local people. As a father, husband, and son, my concerns are what Albany calls bail reform, the law that puts people charged with violent crimes back on the streets with no bail. And as a farmer, I understand the disastrous effects of the new farm labor bill. We need to rebound from COVID-19, create new jobs, and ensure our communities are safe. I'm Mike Martucci, running for state senate. Count on me to put our families first. Paid by friends of Mike Martucci. Hi, this is Dick Robinson. It's the best music ever recorded. I play it for you every Saturday morning, 5 to 7, here on WTBQ. Dick Robinson's American Standards by the Sea. Lisa Morrison, a psychic medium who reaches those who have crossed over from physical to spiritual, intuitively hears, feels, and sees information coming from the other side. Tune in every Thursday at 12 noon on radio worth listening to. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. 
Hi, and welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Marsha Talbot from Howard, Hannah. No? Yes, that's right. <laughs> Rand Realty. I know. <laughs> Rand Realty. I'm Sorry. watching everybody's that's face. They're waiting I... in expectation for me to say this right. Christine. I feel, I feel I feel like until you get this all pulled together, you should just go with Marsha Talbot Brand Realty. Eventually, you know what? I think I'm going to, <laughs> or H A. Uh, <laughs> so this is Christine Conant with Howard Hanna Brand Realty, licensed in New York and New Jersey, um, and we also have with us. Mike Van Mansar with Hudson United Mortgage. He didn't have to change his name. <laughs> <laughs> and Pam. Pam Durante from Atelier Durante Interior Design. This has been a great show, so we're going to continue questioning um, Pam this, uh, this morning, running through the day. So I had a question, which is what happens if somebody wants to change the style they have? So they started out 35 years ago with French Provincial. I don't like that anymore. But they may not have a full budget to make that transition. How do you help them? Well, on um, you know, I would look at everything very closely and see what we can keep. And, you know, maybe we modify it. Maybe we paint the frame and it sort of blends in a little bit more. We maybe just change the, reupholster it and, you know, do a plain fabric on it instead of uh, some kind of print that might be on it. Uh, and, and, you know, edit. Start taking some of the pieces out of the room. And, of course, I have to know the budget in order right. to really tell you what I can do. <laughs> but, you know, ch change the color scheme. Change, see how you can modify the pieces. And, you know, sometimes just even some of the French provincial chairs, if you just paint them. They don't look the same, right? They, they, yeah, changes the look. Paint is a miracle, uh, product paint is you know my daughter's in finance and one of the things they say is that on no matter how bad the economy is people will still buy paint and they'll paint their homes these are the things that they can still afford hmm. so she's it's, it's probably it's a good investment in the stock market to invest in paint companies <laughs> <laughs> do you have people that ask you where the most bang for the buck's going to be in the sense that it's like, oh, I want to sell my house down the road. Is there a specific area? I mean, we always say kitchen and bathrooms. You know, that's what realtors will tell you. Do you see that as well in your work? Um, well, I mean, kitchen and bathrooms are expensive projects. And so depending on if they have the money to do something like that, sure, that's a great thing to do in the home. There's lots of ways to uh, improve on those areas without doing a complete renovation. I just was working on my own bathroom and just by simply taking out an old Formica countertop and replacing it with, you know, stone, new sinks and a faucet. I mean, this isn't yeah. and it, it transforms the room quite a bit and on uh, it's it's, you know, I I'm not ripping out all the tile. I'm not putting, you know, slabs in. I'm but it it definitely like little things like that can really help. So, on uh, I would like if it were me and I was looking at my home, I would look at the house as a whole and look at ways with each room. How can I improve on this space without totally doing it over again? And spread your money around to improve and get a nice, fresh look overall than just one room here, one room there. Well, I and think. You said, sorry. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, ahead, you Mike. mentioned that you do staging as well. 
Yes, I'm, I do. I'll do anything, anything that's related to design. I'll you know take it on, and uh, you know I've I, I've seen everything. Uh, well, just when you think you've seen everything, you see something else. <laughs> but on. Uh, you know, there's always a way that you can help someone, and there's always a way to improve on things. And, uh, you know, the best thing is to know how much they can spend and tell me how much you can spend because that's what I'm good at. I can figure out how, like, where we want to spend more money on this and spend less on that so we get a better, on uh, a more beautiful space. So... You know, it's, it's it's one of the reasons why I also say you want to have a budget because I'm the person that will know, yeah, I can spend that money on that gorgeous mirror because it's really going to change this space drastically and I'm going to spend less money on reupholstering this piece of furniture or slip covering that because that's that's where you're going to get the impact for your for your dollar. I think that's what most people don't know. <laughs> no, I, I'm very serious about that. You, you know, you automatically think, oh, we should change A, B, C, and D, and really all you do is have to change A, but in a very specific way. I'm always curious about color trends. Well, pink is in right now. Pink comes and goes. It's not pink, pink. It's it's you know more of a like a smoky or smoky. It's, it's it, well, I mean, I hate to use the say this color, Ray but pink. mauve people. On <laughs> 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 um, no, it's it's actually very pretty and you know soft. Isn't it's it? soft and on. Um, but I've seen pink come and go. You know, over the years, it's probably come in and out like three times. And on, um, you know, it's right now it's looking good the way they're doing using this color though. Um, and where would you put pink? I mean oh, mauve. I mean well, it's, it's pink. pink. On sofa, doing your maybe upholstering a sofa. On uh, just look at some of the you know everybody has their pink fabric right now. Look at Anthropology on uh, West Elm. You know all of the. Uh, I'm trying to who's the the, the fellows that are on uh, Route 17. On uh, anyway, there's it's it's a popular color right now. It's very trendy. And it's been hanging around for about two to three years now, so it's it's still here. Okay. <laughs> okay. How and, and, you know it, it's so it's always so interesting. You know, as as real estate agents, we've been, you know, we we walk in people's homes, and you can definitely see the trends, right? There's that farmhouse trend. There's whites with grays. That seems grays, to be lots of grays, <laughs> right? And now, and you know, I would say starting two years ago, we started seeing like the the two tone. Um, look in kitchens and bathrooms where you have uh, maybe a gray up top and then like a deep green or blue down bottom to kind of, you know, I guess weigh weigh it down or give something visually interesting to look at. I mean, I always wonder because I know that there's going to be a time in the future when you walk into a house and you're going to be like, oh, this house was designed, right, sometime around 2018, 2019. So, um, you know, how, how often do you see where there's a big trend Right. You know, how, how long do trends stay? Like if someone's looking to do something now, right, I know that they're used to seeing this look. And so they're kind of going back to a look two, three, four years ago. Right. So, you know, what, what advice do you give someone who is getting ready to do something? They, they like something that they've been seeing a lot of because it feels like where everyone's going. Um, you know, do you talk to, do you talk to your clients about what's next? Like, yes, we can do that or incorporate elements of this that you like, but at the same time, you know, let's look forward a little bit and see what trends are coming. Like, how, how do you manage that discussion? 
So it's funny because I um, actually um, was like thinking about that. And, um, you know, you would ask me, you know, how do, what do I think of design shows and things like that? And I s- pretty much stopped watching those shows when Design on a Dime came out. And, hmm. you know, <laughs> everything could be done for $10 or something. But mo- mostly, too, because it is tr- everything that they're doing uh, most often is very trendy. And this is something that is going to go out of style at some point, and more often than not, sooner than you think. On um, right now, it's a really big thing to eliminate the upper cabinets and put in shelving. But there's really issues with all of that. And on, uh, I mean, aside from the fact that, like you said, you're going to walk in and say, "Oh, I remember when this was." <laughs> everybody took got rid of all their cabinets. On, um, but you know you you wind up with issues from that there's there's a lack of storage on uh, usually this is put over the over the cooktop so everything that's on those shelves is getting greasy <laughs> and on um, and so you know it's living being able to live with these trends too is another issue in itself on um, and so just uh, just last last week I'm I'm the co-chair of a design salon that we do and so right now we are doing all these Zoom meetings and bringing speakers in. And so last week I had on Joanna Saltz, the chief editor of, on um, she's with Hearst Magazines and she's the chief edi- editor of House Beautiful. And also I had on um, Robert Rufino, who's the chief stylist for House Beautiful Magazine. And he does uh, a, a thing called the Rufino Report. And actually one of the things that he talked about was exactly this we were talking about he said that so one of the things that he does is he reviews and people can send in their portfolio to him and he'll criticize it critique it for them and on he said that on what he looks for he wants to see some classical elements still existing and he wants to see on things that are timeless things that withstand time on you know it's you can how clever can you be to make something like that work that will remain timeless. Uh, All right. So, Pam, I am super sorry to wrap it up, but we are going to end on the keep it timeless note because we are just out of time. So enjoy your week, everyone, and we'll see you next week on The Real Real Estate Went so quickly. Thank you so much, Pam. (laughs) Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Christine. Well, 